Welcome, welcome to the Abuan Chronicles podcast. This podcast is hosted by five black Muslim women. Hafsa, Ikran, Istahil, and Zahra. It's your girl Ummo, your resident Crip, here to remind you that the first letter of Crip stands for community. Join us every month as we talk about our personal experiences, pop culture, identity, and politics. I have been described as I look like a white woman dipped in chocolate. I mean, I think they think it's a, it's a, a, a something to be proud of. In those but days, possibly it was. But it's insulting. I don't, I don't have any white in me. I don't, want, I don't want white people claiming me. I have no white in me. I'm a pure Somali. Assalamu alaikum everyone, it's Istahil and Hafsa from the Abwan Chronicles podcast. Before we jump into this episode, we wanted to give you all a heads up. We're starting a new series on identity and race as it pertains to the Somali diaspora. We've all seen that clip where Iman says that she's a pure Somali, but what is a pure Somali and who are Somali people? Okay, and we get it, all right? It's, it's, this is a tired and rinse subject. Uh, we've talked about it over and over again. If we haven't talked about it, other people have talked about it, but it kind of hits pretty close to home and it's kind of why we started the podcast in the first place. Um, We'll be talking to Somali people from different backgrounds and different parts of the world and just get their take on what it means or what they define as Somali. If you feel like you have a special take on the subject or a unique Somali experience, feel free to email us at abwanchronicles at gmail.com or DM us at us at abwanpodcast on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, and for this first episode, we start off in the six, 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 six. <laughs> wow, did he just do like background echoing off? Wow. Um and I. <laughs> so Um Khair and I are joined by Sumeya, Hanad, and Nuruddin, our resident Torontonians. Please enjoy this episode. And as always, send us your feedback at the end. Thank you. Bye. Okay, so um, welcome to another episode of the Abwan Chronicles podcast. Today it's myself, Hafsa, Amul Khair, Sumeya, and we have a couple of other guests as well. We have Nuruddin and Hanad. And today we're talking about all things identity, what does it mean to be who you are, what does it mean to be Somali, intersectionality, and all the above. So to start off, how do you identify? Let's start off with Amul. Um, I identify as Muslim first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, and then most probably Somali, and then Canadian. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, my name is Nuruddin. Mm-hmm. So mostly when people ask me like, "What are you?" Like that's been happening a lot recently because I just switched on to. I work at sports on work, and it's because like the World Cup's going on. Mm-hmm. So everybody always thinks I'm Egyptian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Off the bat. So I always got to say, I'm like, nah, I'm not Egyptian. Egyptians are great. I love the team. Yeah. But I mixed what's, what's initially what I say. Mm-hmm. And then if they want to delve deeper, I say I'm half Somali and half Canadian. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, that's, that's super interesting. Mm-hmm. And then they leave it at that. So <laughs> I guess that's what I identify as. Mm-hmm. I, I, myself, Hanad, I identify as Muslim first and also Somali after. And then exactly like almost said, Canadian after, because that's all I know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty much the same for me, too. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it comes in that order, Muslim, right. Somali, then Canadian. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So, other than the fact that you guys... Okay, let's leave the Muslim part aside. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, when it comes to being Somali and Canadian, is it equal footing? I identify as Somali first. Mm-hmm. 
I just feel like even though we're first generations here, I feel like we still have ties back home. Mm -hmm. I've been there. Maybe there's some people who haven't been there. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. Before I went there, though, I was, uh, all I knew, I was Canadian. I never knew Somali. I just was a typical Canadian kid, you know. But after going there and experiencing it, I feel like I'm, I know who I am, if that makes any sense. Mm, okay, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. I wish we had someone on here that was in Canada their whole life. You know, like a Somali Canadian that did not leave Canada. Because their experience would be totally different than what we're saying. Because all of us, I think... But even us, though, but even us, though, like, for example, me and Omar, we'd only been to Somalia for, like, a year. But I still, it was a You'd pretty long... You'd only been Somali for a year? That's yeah, a one year, no, that? I mean, like, one year out of the how many years that we've lived, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the fact that we associate so much of who we are with that as opposed to... How much time have we spent here in Canada? Like just the comparison right there. I mean, other than the fact that, okay, your parents are Somali and they speak Somali, our English is way better. We, we cultural-wise, we're a lot closer to people here than people in Somalia. You're, a lot, you're able to integrate here a lot easier than you are to integrate in Somalia. So why do we associate so much with there as opposed to here? Because, like, living in a majority white community, mm -hmm. a majority white society, you're mm -hmm. never going to be fully accepted because they have the power. At the end of the day, I mean, and I completely understand why people identify as like Somali first. It makes complete sense because living in this society, nobody's going to accept you. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you're never going to get the opportunities or nobody's going to understand your experience because the majority of people, you're Adan, like, that's, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you feel like you guys were accepted? really accepted when you're in Somalia as well? No, no. <laughs> that's what they no. told us too. No. Yeah, but it's different. So when we're here, we relate and we kind of uh, lean towards people that are Somali-Canadian, right? Okay. We won't see us chilling with a bunch of, you know, Adan or other, you know what I mean? And we won't be as comfortable as if we were with Somalis, right? So when you go to Somalia, they also see us differently, but I don't think you can relate the two because they see us as outsiders as well. Mm -hmm. But it's not the same as the way Adan people see us exactly. as outsiders. That's yeah. exactly what I was to say. When I went yeah. there, I started off not knowing the language, so I felt like I was an outsider. But the longer I was there, I, f I fully integrated. I know mm -hmm. I did. You couldn't mm -hmm. tell me I wasn't. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, for sure, I'm talking better than some of these guys and all of that. So mm -hmm. I, they can't tell me I'm not. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter to them. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's true. If you have a passport, if you're from the you're not. Yeah. Still talking at least. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, they would, see you, they would see us from, like, a mile off and be like, yeah, those girls, they're not from here. Just by the way you walk. Just from the way you yeah. walk, you know, those, <laughs> those hilly mountains. <laughs> the way you walk, the way you coordinate. Just but like then the difference, then Adam people will look at you and they'll act like, yeah. you're great, yeah. I love your differences. No, like, they don't. Come yeah. on, it's all fake. Yeah. But it's fake. Yeah. But Somali people will keep it real. Like, they'll yeah. keep it all, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's just about, like, I like that. And mm -hmm. on, to add on to that, they'll keep it real. It. Like, I like it. when Adam people are nice to me. But yeah. I feel like when they're keeping it so real with you, they're trying to bring you closer. And then once they do, they'll do everything for you. You're their yeah. closest friend. They'll mm -hmm. die for you. Like, no one can talk bad about you around. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like there's, just, yeah, yeah, so like you're saying, there's there's differences here and there. And yet, mm -hmm. true, they treat you like other both in both situations. But whereas here, there's some kind of, like, I don't know, insidious, underlying, you know, I don't want to say hate, but whatever it is. And with Somali community, they're just acknowledging the fact that you're different. Mm -hmm. They're not the really the saying that they hate. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, you're exactly. family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. It's just you got to get past that barrier of, yeah. like, they don't understand you yeah. because <laughs> they don't know you. And it's just like, yeah, so yeah. let's talk. Mm -hmm. Let's have some shah and we'll talk about it. But you have to just get, get through that initial barrier. But, like, once you're through that, it's, yeah, they're the closest people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about you, Samaya? 
Well, I've never been to Somalia, but I still strongly <laughs> identify as being Somalia. Like, I know I would, in terms of Canadian, being Somali and Canadian, like, I more identify more as Somali mm -hmm. and not Canadian. And I've never been, so... Can't, yeah, no. There's some people here that just identify as Canadian, and I just my mind gets blown sometimes. But then I just it, I should know better. You know what I'm trying to say? What do you think of that, by the way? People who say that purely you should identify with one thing or the other, as opposed to all the multiple things that you actually are. I don't think they know. We're, we're not. We're not like everybody else. Mm -hmm. Somalis, you know. Or even there's some people who are like us, first generation that yeah. came mm -hmm. here, and they know how to balance the two. You don't have to drop one because everybody's telling you to, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. that's what, is, Identity is not li linear. That's the one thing that I can't stand. It's not linear. Like, you can be multiple things at one time. Like, for us, like, we're black, we're women, we're Somali, we're Canadian. Like, we're so many things in w at one time. Like, we can't... Just to say that we're Somali and not so many other type of identities mm -hmm. doesn't make sense. Like, intersectionality, like, all those things come into play, and then that makes us who we are, mm -hmm. which is even better than just identifying as one type of identity like we can identify so many things at one time so like claiming it's linear is is just naive yeah and it's kind of like yeah like accept the fact that you can be so much at one time and i feel like society tells you not to because you're stronger and you're better for it when you like accept that you're you know there's so many things coming into play and that affects your experiences in life and they don't want you to know that even like in education like starts like oh no you're all canadian like you know a bunch of kids in a classroom like no it's mm -hmm. not. We're multiple things at one time, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because whenever you suppress something, you can't really take advantage exactly. of it. Exactly. Whereas, you know, if you, yeah. can, you can. But did you guys have any problems with this growing up, like, as kids? Big time. Me? When I was in... For, uh, I never did, because I grew up in a neighborhood with Somalis, even though I went to school with not too many Somalis. Mm -hmm. I just always had that... If they try to make fun of me or whatever, I always had a rebuttal. Like, mm -hmm. it would never take it... I would never take it too deep, and... I I I think I'm funny, so I'll I'll make sure. I would always like laugh it off. Yeah, exactly. I would never take it to heart, and I don't want to turn into this. But then Somalis here always you can't beat them at that. If you try to be out funny them, you're not gonna do that. If you try to be violent with them, it's not gonna help you either. You know, it's just like they don't fight. That's a problem. Yeah. It's yeah. the truth. That's though. a male thing, though, too. <laughs> it is a male yeah. thing, yeah. yeah. If we want to, yeah. yeah. We have two options. Like, if you, yeah. if you can't funny them, you gotta fight them. <laughs> yeah. oh now, they always are the ones who take it to the yeah. violence because they can't take the joke. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, no, I, growing up, I super identified as Canadian. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I, all I did was watch cartoons, cereal, play basketball. That's all I knew. I never knew Somali. Yeah. And then uh, you just had your mom talking to somebody in the background. Yeah, I understood her obviously, like how we all understand. Yeah. But I always just talk back in English. She understands me. But then I'm happy I went back because it yeah. helped me. Like you know how some people just be like, I see uh, a lot of European Somalis just have are closer to the Dakan, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. and they'll be like her short or or just a bunch of things that a lot of Canadian Somalis don't be saying too often. Mm -hmm. Majority of them, and I I agree with them after I went back and I see I, I learned a lot like being patient having. Mm -hmm. Assured. I have all of this, these things that I never really cared about before. You know what I'm trying mm -hmm. to say? But the biggest thing for European Somalis is the fluency. Yeah, right? <laughs> like yeah. compared to us yeah. in terms language? of the language. Yeah. Language, yeah. I have a theory about that. I think it's because we're so close to Somali. That's what lots of people say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all yes, about geographic. There's a lot of Iranians there. It's easy to go back and forth from Somalia. But because we're so far away, we don't get to visit as often. It's more, you know? yeah, exactly. And there's more fobs there, too. Yes. A lot more to. fobs. Yes. So you yeah. have to. And then imagine a bunch of your friends that speak Somali and you don't. You're going to be like, I You're going to pick it up mm -hmm. yeah. by force or fire. And here's my other hot take. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure 
Wokoi Somalis that are from the north area, no matter where they are in Canada, America, they speak the language. That is a lie. <laughs> that is a lie. Well, it's not that maybe a high percentage of them. Because yeah. you guys also seen that too. Don't try to act like I'm no, no. this up. Honestly speaking, yeah. I think that's a lie. Because really? I'm looking at ourselves and our cousins okay. and we're fails. Okay, <laughs> there's a lot yeah, I can't try I'm not shouldn't be generalizing, but yeah. I've noticed a lot. Yeah, yeah, generalizing never works. Never yeah. works, yeah. yeah. Never yeah. Works, yeah. I don't I know, because I've never noticed that. Me and him were talking about, like, early, like, last week about how... Because you live, work in Manchester, so you obviously have a good uh, feeling about that Somali community over there. Do Somalis in the West ascribe to more, like, the black identity, and then Somalis in Europe ascribe more to, like, we're Muslim first? Or Arab, and we're closer um, to Arabs over there? I don't think, I think in North America it's a little different. I think in North America, we actually just did an episode about this. We were literally just talking about this, but I feel like in North America, it's, we, we ascribe to the whole, like, like the black experience, the African-American experience, because Canadian culture is literally dwarfed by American culture to start with. Mm-hmm. Even though in Canada you don't have too many people that are, like most of the black community in Canada is from Africa the or the Caribbean or... So, but I feel like in North America, that, that line is really there. Whereas in Europe and in uh, the UK specifically, most black people in the UK and Europe are from the Caribbean or Africa for the most part. So they really, they, they, yeah, they, they identify with the, you know, black, black diaspora experience and all of that. But they also have strong ties to their homeland, homeland mm-hmm. quote unquote. So um, I think that there's a little difference in that, in that aspect. But in, in terms of religion and all that, they always say that people there are a lot more religious yeah. than people. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. Very, I don't know. True. I don't know how true Birmingham that is. Birmingham is an example. Yeah, don't they call it's that like Mecca? It's a Muslim city. <laughs> it is a Muslim city. It's, it's more a, Muslim than a Muslim city in, in the UAE. It's actually kind of crazy, crazy, and it was that was a weird. It's a weird experience being there. Like um, people like casually. The bus driver has like a weird as in not bad. good. No, no. I mean, it was surreal. Like it was. Yeah. A, it's it's weird to see sometimes. Like it's it's. I wouldn't expect it. Okay. Like if you in went to Western Hamilton, country. Ontario, do you think you? No. Yeah. It would be weird, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, odd. Um, something that's really weird to me, and I noticed it the first time we came back, because we used to live in the UAE. The first time we came back from the UAE mm-hmm. to Canada, the weirdest thing that happened was people don't expect you. People expect less of you. To so, speak, so yeah. they don't As expect you to speak Somali. Somali. Really? Whereas when I come when I come here, yeah, they want. It's like they when they when I speak Somali, it's like the most shocking thing. There's no hold on. And when I speak and when I speak English, they're sometimes they're replying like I'm talking about like aunties and uncles they're replying in English to me sometimes yeah. or they'll casually if I did that in the UAE no, I don't get it okay Explain. so <laughs> here if, if you go to Wahhabia okay she's gonna start talking to you in English she's not gonna talk to you in Somali or she'll talk okay. to you in Somali and, and she'll expect, you, expect to you to respond in English, in English. okay there, if you try yeah. that they're just gonna look you as in, in the UAE if you in try UAE, okay yeah. and it's also the same way in the UK yeah. For the like most of my experiences, yeah, yeah. they they also expect you to speak Somali to them as well. I'm not like you know what I think about that. I feel like the ones that are here in North America are trying to learn the language themselves. The parents, some parents I see uh, talking to their kids in English, broken English, and their kids are talking to them in English. And no, those I don't kids think it's don't, that. I think they the kids genuinely don't understand. Some, like sometimes, if your kids don't understand, you have to talk to them in English. What are you gonna do? You have to communicate with your child. That's true for like yeah. newer like parents with young kids. I feel. Yeah, like. I, I see. Or it. parents see who it. came yeah. when they were young. Maybe yeah, when you, they came when yeah, yeah parents who yeah. came yeah. when they were young. They have they're like, oh I'm educated I can speak English and it's not yeah. a bad thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then the kid is hurting. He's not gonna learn the language at all. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got I, I think I remember what I was about to say, in in the UK. Uh, how you said in Birmingham and it's way more religious and I said the Dachan is way more over there 
I, I feel like the people our age or around our age over there are like almost carbon copies of their parents, almost, but they're old school. Not, not too much, maybe that's too much, but like they're thinking, their thought process, they'll shame a girl on the street almost, like, why are you wearing this? And I don't think I don't think that really happens too much here. I don't think so. I'm, I mean, I don't I don't think it's that extreme. I think Maybe we're at the end of the day we're we're a lot we're a lot more similar than we think. I think all the only difference is there's a lot of people are closer to the culture, yeah. and religion happens to be part of the culture, so they're closer to religion by default. Yeah. I don't really think that um, at the end of the day they had the same experiences as us in terms of um, they they went to school in like. In, in public schools or private like schools English, with yeah, an English-speaking yeah. school. So yeah. they also, you know, adapt to that culture as well. So I don't really think that, um, you know, they're that extreme. But do they identify with, like, the, like we were talking about, where, how we're Muslim, Somali, Canadian? Mm-hmm. Do they not identify with the English... Listen, I'm right now. I feel like I'm speaking for. <laughs> I'm not even rich. Uh, tell us, you live in Birmingham. We need to know. No, I honestly don't know. I, I mean, I met a few people who didn't, who were like, "Oh, we're Somali, Somali. I'm not British or whatever." I yeah. met a few people who said that, but um, I can't really speak for. All. I don't know. No, because like I'm not gonna speak on it either. But I feel like the biggest difference is the fact that can't like this land belongs to the indigenous peoples, and the, mm-hmm. and England goes back like. You can date it centuries, right? It's hard to claim. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. But like here, everybody's an immigrant. Even a white person's an immigrant. Unless you're an indigenous, you don't, this land does not belong to you. Like you're the white person that has been here like for five five centuries. Mm-hmm. You still you're an immigrant from somewhere, mm-hmm. somehow, some way, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like that's the difference between us and the UK. So theoretically, it's easier to claim Canada, whereas you can't really claim Europe. 100%. I understand. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, Canada doesn't have a culture. It doesn't. That's what I mean. Like, it's it's a culture made up of immigrants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. The, the one thing that, like, all Canadians are from somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. That's what you identify with, and you live in Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but see, it's easier to do that here than it is in the UK. I, I, Am I yeah, right? Yeah, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. That's what I feel like. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. like, there's a UK identity. Yeah. You go, you drink beer, you go to EDM concerts, <laughs> you watch Worship the Queen. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's the English culture. Like, they have a culture. You'll say something, say something bad about the Queen to a white person in the UK. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, that's different than here. Like, think about it. Even the here, not. Nah, say something bad to a white person with the Queen, Canada. Oh, my God. <laughs> no toes. Oh, that's yeah, that, oh, my God. But do you guys think the, the lack of language affects your... Um, how you identify as Somali? Like, do you feel like when the fact that you can't speak Somali makes you less Somali, makes someone less Somali or more Somali? I don't think I could say that. I can't say that. But then it's it's huge. The language is the big. You can lose the language. You can gain the dakhan quicker than you can. You know, you, it's harder to learn the language than it is to learn the dakhan. If you, if I'm being real, you can be around people, just be quiet and act like them. You mm-hmm. can't fake the language, and it's harder to learn. But that's a staple. Yeah. But I, uh, go ahead. I had to like. Uh, go there to learn the language mm-hmm. and I, that was part of becoming like Somali and like being comfortable like knowing who I was 100% yeah. Mm-hmm. cause yeah people don't respect you when you don't know the language exactly. 100% yeah. I, yeah. But yeah. even being like yeah like half white you can't like do you guys remember when that I already video? had that barrier, so at that I had to learn it because I had to tell, like, prove to people I'm so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys remember when that video went around? Uh, it was like ten years ago. Of that Somali kid, not that not Somali kid, the white kid in Ottawa yeah. speaking Somali. Yeah, I had a, yeah. My mom trashed me so hard. <laughs> I heard that kid was half Somali. 
Like Ben Hargeisa and everything. No, I think he's half like he's half he's Caribbean. Fully, yeah, he's not Somali. Like, like, I think he was half Jamaican. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Half Jamaican, you said? Yeah, I think nah, so. I, I, or something I like that. I don't know. I love it when white people can talk Somali. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's my favorite just, thing. Oh my God. <laughs> it that video research. It's like validation. But going back to your question, I would argue that language is culture. Yeah. Right? So that's what I feel like. Yeah, you can't really learn your culture without understanding yeah. the language. Like when you speak about when you talk about certain um, I don't know rituals or whatever things that we do, mm-hmm. those are all described using language. They don't have you don't have words for certain things in English. So mm-hmm. if you don't really understand that, and then again, how are you gonna pass that on? Mm-hmm. Then you guys have been to Somali. Sorry, they have, they have we happened. did, but Samaya didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Where were you guys? Where'd you go? Hargeisa. Okay. How long? A year, fourteen months actually. Wow! I don't even know what the next question is gonna be. Why don't you speak so much? <laughs> no, we no. do, but like the it's off. Like it's not fluent, fluent. Mine's not fluent either. Me, I lost it too. Like I was very good when I came, and then being around more of my friends, I don't speak too much. I'm I lose it more. My mom would tell me like he used to be a lot better. You know. Yeah. That's the one question I hate all the time when I meet. Like Somali people that I knew in Somalia, yeah. when they meet me, they're just like, "Look at the Like yeah. you forget, and I'm just like, "Nah, I just didn't have didn't practice." Have practice. Yeah. Yeah, so. I feel like we had because for us, when we lived in, we, we were there for a year, and then we went straight to the UAE, uh-huh. and then I feel like that place kind of reinforced. Like if we had come here, I'm telling you right now, we would be zero. Mm-hmm. The only reason we still have the little that we do have is that we live in the UAE, and, pe- and you have to speak Somali there because people either speak. Somali or Arabic yeah. and we didn't have Arabic so we had to speak Somali mm-hmm. to people so that's the only reason and, but if you come back to Canada and nobody's you're back in the same environment and nobody's reinforcing the fact that you need to speak Somali and you're only speaking English you're going to forget especially if you're a kid so that's not really surprising I never forgot it that was the thing I never like I always have it like yeah. the, I even surprise myself sometimes while I'll be in a conversation and I'll remember words and like yeah. be able to hold the conversation but at the same time I can't I can hold the conversation, but I can't like describe myself or like write in Somali. Like I can't fully express myself in yeah. the language, but I can hold the conversation. And you notice your difference how you used to speak and how you speak now, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's so much better over there because that's all you do. Do exactly. I remember a point yeah. when I, I was there. I didn't fully learn it till like after a year. I went there in October, and it wasn't until the summer when my brother left. And I was just with like the Somali family in Ardo, and I had to speak Somali. Like nobody else knew English. Mm-hmm. Like I was also. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, that was a crazy summer. Mm-hmm. That's so the only way to learn to just like immerse yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. just throw yourself people by your house. I don't know how people That's learn true. a language in Canada. Like I don't know how they do it. Like any language, not just mm-hmm. Somali, because. Mm-hmm. I had to be fully into it. I had to have no choice not to speak Somali. That was the only, I mean, no, not speak English. That was the only way I was going to learn. But that's the only way people that I know who speak fluent Somali right now, that's the only way they learn. Their parents would, would literally say, we're not going to respond to you if you speak a word of English in this household. Mm-hmm. So they would only speak Somali at home, and that's why they're fluent right now. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. have to be, that's the only way if you're rigid with, you know, your learning. But then going back to that, like, our parents were immigrants here, right? So they thought putting us in school and not speaking English at home would help us speak English better, learn the language, right? There are some people who do that. So, yeah, that's what happened to some people. So then, like, it's not really our parents' fault, mm-hmm. right? Actually, they wanted yeah. some, like, they wanted us to learn English. So sometimes it's like, okay, when you come home, okay, we're just going to do English. And but, practice. like, yeah, and right now, like, I'm in education, and the biggest thing that we push is, like, 
learning your language, your first language at home, like promoting that. Mm-hmm. And then just when you come to school speaking English, because if you're bilingual and you're really solid in your first language and then English is your second, that's even better, mm-hmm. right? But like that wasn't the belief yeah. back then. And also like I remember because we went to um, for elementary school and Islamic school and a, a lot of Somali people were like, we're not going to put our kids in an Islamic school because we don't want them to have accents. Exactly. Because they automatically... What? Yeah, they are... I heard that before, Who's working too. in an Islamic school? It's like other people yeah. of color because mm-hmm. they tend to be Muslims and they're like, no, we don't want our kids having those accents. Yeah. So we're going to put them in public school as opposed to Islamic school, even though we want them to learn their religion or whatever, you know? But you can't blame them. It's just they wanted us to be successful in this yeah. Yeah. society. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? You can't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but... <laughs> Sorry? I've met people from other places like Thailand and Germany, and mm. they you would think that they're just they they're, like they're American, they're Canadian because mm. mm. they have no accent. And there's some mm. Indians that were, they've just been here for years and they still have a mm. weird mm. accent. Like, yeah, that, yeah, but there, yeah, there's that too. Mm-hmm. Like, learning the language though helped me understand my pops way better. Mm. Like learning the language and, and going there, like mm. it's night and day. Because if you have like your parents, if they're immigrants and they live there their whole life, and that's their culture and what they know. They, yeah, you just, you have to go there to understand it, mm-hmm. you know? So did you, would you say you had more of a, being mixed race, do you, would you say you had more of a negative or a positive experience when you were in Somalia? Um, both. Mm-hmm. I think like a, anything, like, like obviously being like not fully Somali, I always stuck out everywhere, but... At the end of the day, those who knew that I was Somali knew, and I could speak the language, so I could always defend myself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was there was good and bad, mm-hmm. but I don't wouldn't say the like the whole thing was positive. It was positive that the way that I like the time that I spent with my family, I got to know my family. My other like I always knew my white family because we, they were here in Canada, but I never got to meet everybody else in Somalia. Mm-hmm. So going there helped me learn them. Help me learn my father better because I understood where he came from and mm-hmm. what the culture was like mm-hmm. and like how like the things that he did when he grew up. And it was just yeah, just completely better understanding. Mm-hmm. Like so, everybody, I feel like not they like they have to, but you should if your parents are from there and that's where they they grew up and that's where they spent like their first twenty years. You got to go there to, to actually understand them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you think your experience is, your experience might have been different if instead of your dad being Somali, your mom had been Somali, and your dad would have been white instead? I don't know. I can't like I can't because like I, I only know mm-hmm. what I've grew, grown up in. Mm-hmm. So my mom was white and she's Muslim. So, and I males always have a very close relationship with their mothers, mm-hmm. and then fem I don't know like that's a, it's a generalization also, but I feel like females have a very close relationship with their fathers because it's like the first male male relationship you have, other than like somebody you, like your husband or something like it's mm-hmm. the first really close one that you're. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing for sons with their mothers. Mm-hmm. So I was always really close to my mom, and she always showed me stuff. Mm-hmm. And like my parents got divorced when I was ten, so my pops wasn't even like around that much. Mm-hmm. So. But I still always knew who I who I was. So mm-hmm. if the reverse happened, who knows what would happen? You know? Because mm-hmm. the only thing I could think of if it was the reverse, because yeah. you know how Somalis they identify Somalis identify you as a Somali based on your lineage, which comes through your father. Yeah. So you had because you were fortunate enough 
fortunate enough to have, you know, your father's lineage and all so that. So you stuff. ascribe to Isn't a tribe. Isn't that ridiculous, though? It's stupid, but that's, that's our culture. You know Jewish people it's put their lineage yeah. through their mother? I know, it's yeah. different. Which is also stupid, too. Why do you have to be, you know, why do you have to say that one, you, you're only a certain ethnic group, or not ethnic group, but you're only a certain class if you have one parent who's yeah, from that no same sense. group? It's, it's stupid in general, but... In Somalis that way, that. that's when it's different. Like if you're if you're mixed race and your mother's Somali and not your dad, mm-hmm. then it's like, what do you can you claim your mother's tribe? Can you claim being Somali? Then, Some yeah. Somalis will say you're not Somali because you don't have a tribe to ascribe yeah. to. Not that you don't have a tribe. They'll be like, you are what your father is. That's what they say. And that's yeah. the reason. And that's yeah. the reason. It's because that's you don't have. Yeah. 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 It's like literally, if you go back home, there's not people. Too many people riding for you or backing yeah. you. Because isn't the first thing is like, what's your tribe? What's your tribe? Yeah. Yeah. Like what's your that's a, it's not even what's your name. Yeah. It's like what's your tribe? Where yeah. are you coming from? Yeah. Who's your family? Mm-hmm. You know. And if you don't have that to say, then. Yeah, I've had mortal enemies in Quran Duxi in Somalia who fought me every day and then she found out we were of the same tribe. It wouldn't take them long. It changed the next day. I was shook. I was so confused because all she, she went home, she asked around a bit and she found out we're from not even the same tribe. We were like a friggin' like a branch somewhere. And then she was like, oh, okay, we're friends now. I'm like, Like we over here, we think it's so crazy that they hold on to Qabil so much. But over there, everybody's Somali. Everybody like looks the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody it's has like the ID. same kind of culture. Yeah. Exactly. It's your address. Over here, mm-hmm. white people try to take on different identities, like mm-hmm. different things. You know. Yeah. And Somalis also change it to some so gang can, shit too. That's not yeah. what it was supposed to be, obviously. Yeah. What? But Somalis <laughs> turned Kabil into some gang stuff, basically different fights and stuff. That's Are you not, serious? Is that here? No, I'm talking about. No, Nah, I'm t- they literally turn into gangs back home, yeah. you know? And that's not how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to just be having an address to somebody. Yeah. Follow, I think, yeah. yeah. Like, like, it's even in the Quran, like, it said, like, like... Find your family or whatever. The reason I made tribes and races so is just so you could identify each yeah. other. No, like, so you could know where people mm-hmm. are from. Yeah. So and we took that, and that's what they they took it and yeah. they made it super yeah. specific. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, that, like that's like why everything in balance is good. Like you should know where other people are from, but at the same time you shouldn't pre-ascribe. And now we know that because we're from here. Over there, they still don't have that kind of knowledge because mm. everybody is the same. But you, when you live in a place where, especially Toronto, where mm. people are of different races and from different places, you interesting you enough. Interestingly enough, I find that. Um, a lot of people here tend to be a little bit more Qabiyadist than people back there. Back where? Back home. I doubt it. No, yeah, I, I, I I've seen some weird things and I've heard some weird things. Okay, so tell us because yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen I've that. I've heard of like certain Qabil only mixture, mi- mixers and whatnot like and like parties. No, I'm talking about events. Okay, yeah, those that's events that's are like, normal like a though. barbecue and stuff? Yeah, bar- that happens I every hear about summer. That. It's weird. That's but, like, weird. But then, like, imagine going, walking around your neighborhood, knocking on certain doors and telling them you're only invited. But that's not what they do. That's weird. Yeah. And I feel like having a barbecue for one tribe, like cool, do whatever you want to do. Like, I feel like that's not... I find that really odd, especially because we live here and your next door neighbor isn't necessarily the same tribe as you, and maybe you guys grew up together. But listen, that's not that's not people our age that are doing stuff yeah, like that. So I thought you meant people like us mm-hmm. are like, oh, I'm not gonna hang out with you because no, you're that no, tribe. No, but I've also like I've like, also seen kids who do talk like that. They just take whatever their parents tell them and run with it. I've heard of kids bullying kids in schools. I don't know about that. that. Yeah, we actually had one of our friends telling telling us about that. Like kids would bully each other in school because of their tribe. 
That's some new stuff though. Back when we were kids, we didn't even know what our kabira was. Yeah, I, yeah, I had no, no clue. clue. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know what it is. Up. Like the only the only time that we learned what we were was when we were about to go to Somalia. They gave us a so, mini like. And my dad was like, "Listen, <laughs> you're from session. here. You're from you're there. From da, 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 this is what you are." Don't and talk I'm about like, this. Oh, so weird. <laughs> Literally. I and, learned when I was there. Straight up, I never yeah. knew that. My pops told me my whole lineage when I was here, like when I was a child. <laughs> He's like, don't ever I feel like, it. but that was also because I was half white. Half white. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You need to know. But back yeah. to that point about having a white mother or a, a Somali mm-hmm. mother, I, I feel like, you know, how they look at it is like, you're going to claim, it, it could be for both sides, but I feel like this is how they look at it. It's like, you're going to claim the good parts of Somali, but when it comes to the bad, you're going to claim your other side. And you have to, if you're going to help Somalia and your mom is Somali, you would have to do it 10 times more. Or, like, go harder for some reason to prove it to That's them. Crazy, it's though. so weird. Because, like, Somali it's... women spend, like, way more time with their children than fathers. That, tends to, be, that tends to be all so, like, most I feel mothers. like if I had a Somali mother, I would speak the, mm-hmm. like, the language way better. Yeah. I would be way more, like, yeah. I, I, Isn't it, it, tends, it tends to be that... Um, kids learn most through their, they spend more time with their mothers anyway so you adapt whatever your mom wants to teach you if yeah. your mom if, if your mom wants to teach you that you're Somali she'll teach you that you're 100%. Somali if she doesn't want to teach you that if she wants to teach you that you're Muslim okay that's what that's you're going to learn so it's just really bizarre that your identity well according to Somali people your identity comes or certain people that your identity comes from your father whereas you learn everything you tend to learn right. most things from your mother. It's just because like we live in a patriarchal society. Yeah, Somali, yeah, yeah. Somali is for old days. It's for old people. Yeah. They make the rules. They run the country. Oh, yeah. It's whatever they want to do. Yeah. On that note, do you think Somali people are black? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about this earlier, especially living here. You're black. Yeah. Like to say anything. That's I, the dumbest thing. I race isn't about what you think you are. It's about mm-hmm. how people perceive you. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. we walk on the. I mean, even me. Like, I walk on the street. If the police see me, they're not just like, oh, I, it's a half-white person. We're going to trust the half-white person. <laughs> we're only going to give them half the discrimination. Yeah. Like, that doesn't that happen. Right? Like, at the end of the day, even though I don't look 100% black, I still have, I, that experience still happens to me. Like, I'm still a minority here, so. Mm-hmm. I, know why, I know why they're trying to, if I'm going to play devil's advocate, I'll try to, even though I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. It's that they hate that you're painting all of Africa as just black when there's all these different ethnicities and countries and people are not the same. Mm-hmm. We talk about Europe, they're all white, yeah, but you say I'm from Portugal, I'm from yeah. Italy, I'm from here, and you have your own culture. Mm-hmm. When you say you're not African-American, but just if you're from yeah. Africa, mm-hmm. you're, oh, you're from Africa, you're black, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And that's you know what, what it is? I figured out the root of this problem. I was talking to, <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to um, Hoya and I was kind of asking her, okay, why do Somali Hoyas uh, say they're not black? Because the definition of the word is different for us and them. They see black. For them, black means West African. Okay? That's a problem, too. It's a problem. It's a problem. But that's what they see it as. Black is West African. So when you tell them you're Mado, you're black, they'll be like, no. Not even just West African. Anybody who is not from North Africa in some places in East East Africa. Africa. If you're not black for them, right? So it's just... It's the definition of the word we take it differently, so yeah. that's why we constantly, you know, clash when it comes to that. You know, it's not—it's not just Somali people who think that way. I had a Sudanese friend as well who was telling me about this. Um, so in Sudan, you know, how it was colonized by Arabs and basically the indigenous population there mixed with Arabs and all that, and then certain tribes and clans mixed more than others. Some decided to isolate themselves. Some decided to mix in and whatnot. So she was telling me about how. Um, uh, the ones who didn't mix so much to this, like to today, people discriminate against them because they're like, you're not really 
they like they'd call them like black or African, mm-hmm. which is really weird because it's they're the same thing and that's well. part of their heritage and culture. But um, yeah, it, it, it's not it's not something specific to Somali people. It's a lot. Yeah. At the end of the day, like East, West, North, South Africans, we like again, we're a bunch of countries and they all discriminate. Honestly, they that's all true. discriminate against yeah. each other well, as well. Yeah. Have you ever seen that T-shirt that Andre Three Thousand was wearing at that Grammy performance? No. He says across cultures, why do darker people always get treated the worst? Mm-hmm. And it's true. Like yeah. it yeah. always yeah. happens. And yeah. So but like, that's why I feel like people have to identify as black mm-hmm. because we have to go against the the, the discrimination that people have faced. What makes for this you whole black? Time. Is it not your skin color? Like yeah, like mm-hmm. period yeah. first, right? But like, like even, here it's not in even this skin color, in, no. it's the one drop rule. If you look white passing and you have a drop of black, but you have a drop of black in you, you're still black. Yeah, that's how. That's at the end of the day, yeah. sorry, but you still have. Like you have you have privilege, it's a yeah. Experience, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. But even if Somalis identify as black, are there not black people that tell us we're not black? That's yeah. true. Course, yeah. yeah, and that's why I don't like. I I hate that. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm like, <laughs> what do you? you it's no, so yeah. those, those people who do that have their own problems. Like, I feel yeah. like they're a different type of people that do that. Mm, I, not to be honest, it's understandable because here's where are they coming from. I understand where they're coming from mm-hmm. because a they probably dealt with some people who say they're not black. B, they probably see the privilege that Somali people and other East Africans have. I mean, like what kind of privilege? Um, do you guys remember when they told Iman that interview she had? And they're like, oh my god, you're a white woman dipped in chocolate. I never heard that. You never yeah. saw that? And then she's like, no, I'm Somali. I'm 100% African. I respect her for that. Yeah, but that's people say that all the time about Somali but, people. They'll be like, oh no, you guys are different. You have different features. You have slimmer nose. All these like. You're more, you. you're more light. You're more, you're and more white. You're might, you're more white adjacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're yeah. more, you, you know, and everything. So they see us like reaping all the benefits from that. Okay. You know, you're not going to hear people saying like weird black stereotypes about Somali people. You, you tend to hear them against more. But Somalis come in all shades as well. That's like, true. You know what I mean? And then on top of that, you have to differentiate between being ethnically Somali yeah. and being nationally Somali. Mm-hmm. There are ethnic minorities in Somalia yeah. Yeah. who don't look ethnically Somali because they're not ethnically Somali. Yeah. 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 But they're Somali. And they're discriminated against. And they're discriminated against. against yeah. Somalia. It's so whack. It's so whack. It's crazy. Exactly. It's too much so, politics. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yo, but it's the same. It's going to be great. There's going to be no racism. <laughs> no. Yeah. Racism is everywhere. Yeah. I mean, when we went to Hargeisa, so Hargeisa is pretty, it's most 100% ethnically Somali. I didn't see any, I didn't know anything it's about... homogenous. Yeah, it's yeah, very it's homogenous. Pretty, I didn't yeah. know anything about Bantu Somalis or... There's not too much up there. Like, people. None, there, zero. Not, yeah. Did you see one? There's like, there's the, what are they called? The Oromos? They're not genetic. No, but Oromo, they, they, they migrated. There's the ones from Ethiopia. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, those oh, are the... They're not, yeah, they're not yeah. genetic, but like, there's... there's they're but they're Oromo, discriminated against. They're discriminated against, and they, and they immigrated from... Uh, Ethiopia to Somalia or Somaliland, and they they didn't, but they didn't take the the nationality. Mm-hmm. They're still yeah. Ethiopian. Yep. Yeah. But I'm talking about Somalis in Somalia, like Bantu Somalis or the different um, different types of Somalis in Hamad in those places, yeah. like mm-hmm. uh, and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're discriminated what's, against too. What's the one that remember? What's the one that's remember the story about the, that Kabila that's like. Oh, are you talking about Madiban? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They're ethnically Somali. No, no, but what's crazy about that is that they're ethnically Somali. Yeah, that breaks my heart. But that's just a caste system right there. It's like people, it's, yeah. The story is, is So let's go away from the It's it so crazy. I, the, story is, the story that people use to explain, there's, there's, it's not one story, there's many stories to use to explain why 
you know, they're treated this that way. This is why we don't like them. It's, <laughs> it's bullshit. It's just something. It's just something that Somalis use an excuse yeah. to like kind to of brush over, yeah. brush over the fact they have a caste system. That like, excuse is not valid, though. It's like not. their excuses, back, back, back. His years ago, yeah. their family ate dead animals. One, one brother, one brother. One person, yeah. and then you're gonna Literally. all generations that came just gonna discriminate against them because of that. that We're not sense. gonna talk about the Kabilist genocide that's been happening in Somalia the whole time. People have been killing each other back and forth. Now nah, he ate a dead goat. <laughs> we don't fuck with them at all. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just you so bad. You could have been starving, too. Like, make excuses yeah, and that's what, you assume. No, that's the story. That's the story. The story. They're, they're, yeah. It's halal. They were walking, oh, in, the desert. They're walking in the desert, apparently. Him and his brother. They went the wrong way with their camels. And then they seen, came up with a dead goat. And one of them said, I don't care. They both ate it, actually. Yeah. And then when they came to the city, uh, they said, people were shocked. Yo, you ate a dead animal? What the hell? One of them got scared, just yeah. threw up. That one is who we come from, apparently. <laughs> that makes no sense. And, but then apparently, there's, there's, it just makes no sense. That's just they, they, they take it so That's serious. Yeah. They take it so serious. Hundred, like oh, it's like how we think about drunk driving here. Like you don't do that. Like, yeah. like, oh like over there, you. Don't. Over here, even they discriminate. You can't. They don't let you marry. No, it's not even. It's not even. Uh, okay, here. Okay, can't let you marry. That's one thing. In Somalia and Somalia Lake and other Somali territories, forget married, they have all the shit jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In terms of like their own, you can be a barber. Yeah. They, they they do the bar. Like they're the barbers, the uh, garbage collections, black, like all those jo- kind of jobs that some other Somalis are too good for. Like That's I'm using quotations think. here, yeah, yeah. but they're like we're too good for that. That's their job. They do those. And my aunt was telling me this story. This actually made me like I was like shook. This guy um, that happens to be from the same tribe as me, my aunt was telling me the story in London. He opened a barber shop. How many elders came to him? They're like, you can't do this to us. We don't do that. We don't cut hair. As in, you're embarrassing us? No, as in that. Yeah, you're embarrassing. Oh, you're, that's this less against, than. Yeah, exactly. This is less than we we us don't do that. <laughs> How dare it's you? It's okay for a hoya to work part time as a janitor, but then he can't open a barbershop. Anyways, like, <laughs> I know. But anyways, it's stupid. And then they're like, you can't do this. Don't do that. Like they they did an intervention and everything. And then he's like, listen, are you gonna pay my bills? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna be like giving me a salary every month? Like, how's that gonna work? No, okay then, I'm doing me. Yeah, yeah. Like Jeddah people, they always work construction. Usually, the kids usually work as like shoe shine boys. Not all of them though. Some of them, some of them, they're so tight knit. Are you talking about Bantu? Bantu, yeah. Bantu Somalis. Okay. Yeah, they call when you say Jeddah, they call themselves. It's not. I don't. I see people calling it slur. It's not a slur. They call them. Their tribe is called Jeddah Wayne. They call themselves that. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't but then. Know that. They they um they're so close. You know when they say people poor people or people who are not they're they're so close to their family they don't really care about the money. Yeah. They have yeah. happiness is all they have. The father would go to work, the mother would go to work too at a, a maid or whatever job she can get, and the kids are holding down the house. Mm. And they, they grow up faster, they they just better. I found myself identifying way more with the Jeddah kids and my family because <laughs> we have a similar experience. Yeah, like in growing up in Canada, being not like coming from an affluent background, you, it's the exact same thing that they go through. Mm-hmm. And they're discriminated against by the Somali people. And like it's how black people are discriminated against in Canada. Exactly. And they're the bet, like the nicest people, best oh, people. Mm-hmm. Like, so good and it's I, and that's what they have to and like that's that's life though people mm-hmm. everywhere that's what i'm saying. like even in a place where it's a homogenous society where everybody looks the same you're still gonna you're gonna find ways to yeah. you're gonna find ways to differentiate between each other like whether it's 
different ethnic groups or whether it's tribe or clan or whatever, you're going to look for a way to make yourself different. I think that's just human nature. Yeah, different, and differentiating yourself from other people isn't the problem. Mm-hmm. The problem is when they hold people back from opportunities and don't give them the rights that everybody else experiences. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. But that's what makes them great people because <laughs> they <laughs> persevere through exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And they, yeah. I love them for that too. I love them too, yeah. yeah. When I was there, I loved every one of them. And the kids just know how to have a good time. They don't yeah. really care. Everybody else is just uptight. And yeah. It's funny. It's just funny out there. That's yeah. like, that's just, I think that's like Somalis have like this crazy self-worth, self, self-image yeah. of themselves, which makes them like freaking crazy. I'm sorry, Everybody it's called you know. pride. Yes, the it's, it's nothing pride else. It's not there. pride. It's something else. No, it's and <laughs> everywhere you go. It's just, a, it's just pride on a whole nother level. Yeah, everywhere you go, like the crazy, like for, I was talking to a friend, she's Oromo, mm-hmm. and she's on Twitter, and I'm like, yo, Oromo people, like they're 10 times Somali, the Somali population. Yeah. Like ethnic Somalis and Oromo people, Oromo people are way more than us. Okay. Why do I only see Somali Twitter? Where's Oromo? Why are you in Somali Twitter? <laughs> Where's Oromo Twitter? And she's like, it doesn't exist. It's like, a, like you know, Somali people are the loudest people yeah. ever. Whether it's on the internet, whether it's in real life, like stereotypes are unfortunate, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then, okay, if Somalis, okay, so Somalis are black. We're Somali. What about being Arab? I don't know that whole problem. I don't know how. Like, nah. I mean, they're in the Arab League, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's about it. But they're they're in the Arab League for the League for the wrong reasons. Like, they don't even qualify. <laughs> so they join for economic reasons. Oh, okay. There's like this yeah. whole. They don't qualify for. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm descendant of Sheikh Ishaq. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not what you say. <laughs> like they have expectations, oh, and because Somalia at the time was uh, kind of was going to help, they knew that they'd help them economically. Yeah. They're like, okay, join. You know, they pulled some strings and like join. So then now, for us, because we're living in the UAE, majority of the time people assume that we were Arab, like we know Arabic. Like, oh, you guys are Somali. You so you speak Arabic. Okay, why aren't you talking in Arabic? Yeah. Somalis have their own language. Like they yeah. speak Somali and it's not Arabic. But that even happens here with white people. Like they come to you and they'll be like, oh, like you speak Arabic, right? And it's like, uh, really? Yeah. No. White people say it to me all. The, it's a hijab all the time. And that's another thing. That's yeah. not yeah. really. That's a problem. Like, that's something no, else. Even. They assume that you're Arab because you're Muslim. Okay, then that's another thing. Yeah, yeah. That's not that's not to do with the f- why we think we're Arab or why Somalis think that they're Arab. But what the ones that think that they're the sense of of our oh. people, I don't get it. I'm Somali, 100. percent You know, it's the same thing with um, why they don't say that they're black. I think they they feel closer to Arab and North African experiences as opposed to West African and. South African, but is that because of the religion? Yeah, it's because of the it's religion. Like it's because like, of religion. It's because yeah. of phenotype and what they look like. They mm-hmm. think that oh, we look more Arab than we look um, West African. West African. Somalia have South a connection African. to Yemen and stuff. Apparently, too. I don't know. Like I heard. To be fair, Yemen has a connection with everyone. Us. Okay. So oh, okay. <laughs> the entire you're gonna see Yemen, Yemenis all over okay. in the east coast of Africa. But yeah, that's true as well. I was just talking to. Uh, I did an interview on Monday with a writer who's Ethiopian, and she's her name's Bin Shikhan, which because she her grandfather was like Yemeni, yeah. but and we were talking about Afro Arab identity, and it was like she's like, yeah, it's my name. It's literally like she has an Arabic last name. And I don't even know that many Ethiopian people that have an Arabic last mm-hmm. name, so it's always there. But she doesn't have an Arab experience, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's her grandfather who yeah. she never met because yeah. he died before she yeah. was she could meet him so it's 
Somalis also have like an Afro Arab identity, but it's like but yeah, it's I, a I whole don't get thing. that. Why do they have an Afro? Because if even if you look at our lineage or your, it's a religion, I think it's more of a religion and proximity. Because I don't really see like genetics wise. If you any of these, okay, I, I haven't done twenty me, twenty one and me test, and I have no going. intention of doing me it. Too. I'm not trying to give no database my information, <laughs> but. If you watch all these videos, very few Somalis, you're going to see that in terms of percentage-wise and everything, they're not. Mm-hmm. They're not Arab. Yes, There's true. no Arab in them. It's, 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 they're, they're more... Um, West African than no, they are Arab. No, they're more East African Bantu mm-hmm. than they are Arab, you know, the thing mm-hmm. they're running away from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it just, it honestly doesn't make sense. And the ones that we do know that are, have lineage to um, Arabs, they are... They're not looked at as full Somalis, like how you said, mm-hmm. uh, ethnically. Like they're like, Hamar, 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 yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Some, they, some of them will claim they're not. And I'm just like, come on, bro. Well, that's the thing, even though when, like, when we were there. But why should Hamar they, why should they claim that they're, some, they're Arab? They're why shouldn't they? Why should, should they? They, 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 they don't do claim, identify they that do way. claim it. That's my whole thing. And I'm like, why are you claiming it? You know, you've been here for generations. Like, when are you going to be Somali? Or when are you going to be your own thing is my whole thing. But then again, okay, think about it this way. A couple of generations down the line and your kids go around saying, I'm Somali. Your great 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 grandkids are they not allowed to say that? Uh, my kids, inshallah. Great 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 grandkids. Of course, they're Somali. Okay, so then why shouldn't they be able to say that they're no? Arab? Are they, they're Arab. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. No, but not only that. Like, say right now, like we're first generation, five generations down the line. What are the kids going to be saying then? Are they going to say? Ex- are they going to claim what I'm saying? What's wrong yeah. if they? I mean, you have okay. Pe- for example, let's white people that have been here for how long? Mm-hmm. That, have, that came on came in the 1700s. Mm-hmm. They'll still be like, I'm. Italian, I'm Irish, I'm British, I'm No, not all of them. You know, not all of that, them. Though, but they like is that really part of the identity? Yeah, no, it's not. Like, it's, it's to me, they're more honestly they're probably more watered down because they probably mixed over the years well, with different type of white people. Canadianized, but, whatever that yeah. means. Yeah, you know, it's Canadian. doesn't really have a culture. There's still been here like my grandfather on my like my mom's side, mm. like we're 10th generation Canadian. Like mm. they don't really know what like my grandpa might have been Irish, English. But they've been living in Canada so long they forgot about yeah, it, mm-hmm. and that uh, eventually is going to happen to Muslim people and like Somalis. Yeah. and we should actually be happy about that. But losing Wait, it? Hell no! Stop! <laughs> not losing it! Not, not losing it! We're going to become a part of. It's just going to become another identity. Like you know how like Jewish people are completely ingrained into Canadian society. Like mm. if you say I would, that's arguable. Because they're with, different. With, with Jewish people as well, they're not the ones that you're talking about. They came from different countries in Europe as well. Yeah, not mm. so. It's Israel. kind of the same as exactly. So it's yeah. kind of the same as the white experience. Yeah, in that sense. Fact. I don't. For us though, no. But they weren't. You know, they were discriminated like Italian people and Jewish people before. We know that. Yeah, 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 and Irish as well. And yeah, it's gonna like we should want it to get to that what place. About wait, so wait one minute. So are you saying that we should we wanted to get to a place where we're no longer discriminated against and we're all considered Canadian or mm-hmm. you wanted to get to a place where we consider ourselves Canadian Canadian and nothing else? Like Trudeau, a Canadian as a Canadian as a Canadian. Yeah, but are you saying it's a good thing? I don't think you should. I don't know what you're saying. It's not gonna happen. Regardless, some people. I have plans of (laughs) taking my kids (laughs) out of this place. To be real with you, this is not. No, yeah, we've talked about this too. Like our future isn't in. Isn't it? I want to help so much if I could. You know, and that's even where we can make the most, the biggest difference, and we can like actually contribute. But there are some people that are just like I'm Canadian. I'm not going back. Somali, we're here now. I'm dropping my abaya and I'm putting on jeans. You know, wallahi, <laughs> dropping on my gorgora. Everything is gone. I'm wearing jeans now. 
I yeah. see a lot of mothers like that. You, you know, know? But, yeah, okay. So it's, you, it's, it's, they're traumatized, those mothers. Yeah, like they went through stuff. Okay, hold on. Like, <laughs> let's go back because we like, I, <laughs> like I'm a little confused to your comments. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So wait, hold on. We're talking about Canadian, like Canadians, us becoming like Canadians eventually down the line, and that's. A, a good thing or a bad thing? Well, we already identify as Canadian. You guys already, everyone yeah, was saying. But, well, yeah, but yeah. we're yeah. saying that, but you, what she, I think what she's trying to say is... I'm talking about our experience being represented yeah, yeah. and fully acknowledged as legitimate in the eyes of in the eyes of. And Canadians. you think that will happen somewhere down the line? like? Yeah, it will happen. Eventually. Because there's too many of us here. Yeah. I mean, look, they're already taking our words. Like, you can say koal, you can say... Uh, yeah. Like, you know, they, it's already becoming a part of the Toronto lexicon. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we used to always have Jamaican words that were part of it. And yeah. the Jamaican identity is becoming more accepted. And you see mm-hmm. Jamaican people and Caribbean people have, like, Caribbean is one of the biggest things in Toronto because of... The but see, that's Toronto only because you go out north, it's a whole different story, right? Up north, yeah. In right, it. where there's more white people and less immigrants in that area. So that's, this is just like, this little area of Canada is like that. Very like small. Trump yeah, is really very small. Yeah. The minute you go out north, like even like an hour drive out, it's completely different. 100%. But so, I would say Toronto dictates the culture for the rest of Canada because it is the largest city in the country. Mm, it's true. arguable, that's kind, though. That's, that's kind of... No, but to There's be honest, too much land and too much. Yeah, it is huge country. Yeah, yeah. but then again, you do have like for, where you're coming from. You're gonna hear kids from like friggin' Saskatchewan. Yeah, with, like Toronto accents. Same mans are marved. Yeah, <laughs> in That's, Regina. Yeah. yeah, and Vancouver. All, Ottawa is exactly like us. This yeah. is for sure. Exactly. Like yeah, Ottawa was the first. <laughs> yeah, Ottawa was the first. Exactly. But yeah, no, but I think the, what I'm a little confused about is. Do you think again that's a positive or a negative? See, I feel this is the this is because me no, 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 no. Like, going down the line going down the line where I'm no longer not me but like future generations are no longer identifying with Somalia, Somaliland, mm-hmm. Africa, East Africa, whatever, and they're going around saying I am Canadia. <laughs> is that a problem or is that it's, a positive? It's like it's great, but you need. To, I don't know. I don't. I don't really. If people are living <laughs> here for generations, why would they still like? If so, Somali, this, this is the first wave of generations. Most of us are first generation Canadian. Five or ten generations down the line, because people like mm-hmm. we're not all gonna go back to Somalia yeah. as much as we yeah, say. That's true. That's what's gonna happen. If, I don't think it's a good thing. Me, but I can't see it. My Irish grandparents probably said that about my grandfather. They're like, you better not forget about Ireland. But it didn't matter because they just lived here so long and then moved to different parts of Canada that it's just So you're saying irrespective of how we feel, it doesn't matter because it's going to happen anyways, essentially. Why can't we be like South Asian, Southeast Asian uh, cultures and just... Make sure that our culture sticks with us exactly. throughout generations. I don't think South Asian South Asian cultures are like that. To be honest, the people that I see, like South Asians who are like, who have been here for two or three generations, they're Canadianized, Americanized. They may, they may be Canadianized, but they all speak their language fluently. No, they don't. A lot of them don't. I don't know what you're talking about. The ones who have been here two, three generations. Yes. They know I'm not talking about second. I'm, ta- I'm not talking about second generation. Like your parents immigrated. I'm talking about like third, fourth generation. Yeah, they all know their language. Yeah, delusional. Like they'll have great grandfathers, and the kids will be speaking like Tamil or, you know. 
There might be some for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I know I know exactly like the people that you're talking about. Like mm-hmm. I work at there's a lot of South Asian people that work there mm-hmm. and one of the reasons that they're able to integrate so well into the work culture is because they have been here long enough and they under they know how to talk to white people because mm-hmm. they know their can, culture. To be honest though, South Asians are on another level. They're not like us. Yeah, they're not people. at all. Some people have a really hard time integrating. Whereas see, South yeah, that's Asians a- from day one, they're in that system. But see that's a good topic right now. Like when you all, everyone's a professional here. So when you're in your professional field, do you feel that you're strip? You have to strip your identity in order to like excel. That's why so many people need to identify as black. That's why it's so important because mm-hmm. that's how they perceive network. Us. And yeah, I'll talk about I also Muslim because of like. Mm-hmm. I was telling him the other day. He couldn't believe this. Somali are the o- Somalis are the only people that are black and Muslim that are like no, I, not I the said, only ones. What was that? I said Sudan too, right? They're black and Muslim. There's Nigerians that are Nigerian, black. There's a bunch, yeah. There's a, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. But I think, I think what you mean, the majority? Like the majority, yeah. Are you talking about like the country wise? Like yeah. we have the, like in terms of like our yeah. population. In Toronto? Numbers? Yeah. Oh, you mean like. Somalia. No, in Somalia, like, like the only country that has 99.9% yeah. yeah. Muslim. I don't even think that's real, to be honest. There's no stats on it. It's not that now, but yeah. I feel like it was like that. What else? What other religion is Somali? People are not going to tell you. You can never go and say, I'm not Muslim in Somalia. You'll die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are out here who left Islam. No matter how much they say it, it's going to be hard for them to go to Somalia. No, but even, you know? but I, I get what you're saying, because in Somalia, like, even the ones who are not religious are crazy. Like, say one bad thing about Islam, oh, and they will fight you, yeah. like, to the death. Yeah, that's fact. <laughs> but you know, there's a perception that there's a lot of religious people in Somalia, and they're not religious out there. No, no, no. They're at all. There's, there's that, like, it's not, the majority of them are just what well, their parents told them. They don't know the deen. Mm-hmm. They just follow how everyone else is doing, you know? Yeah, because, yeah, again, it's a, it's a whole country. Oh, my yeah. God. When we were going, for some reason, I thought all Somalis were, like, the Somalis that I knew. <laughs> and I live in the bubble. So when I went there, I automatically assume I can trust everyone. Everybody's cool. Everybody's religious. Everybody does. Everybody's that. And I'm walking around like, yeah. Oh, and I start school. I'm like, oh, but can I go to my friend's house? And my dad goes, no. And I'm like, but why? She's Somali. <laughs> Where's your logic? It's flawed. Yeah. But um, no, there. It's a whole country of people, and they're all different. But back to what you were saying. I mean, in Canada, I I, I see what you mean in terms of Somali people may be the most visible black Muslims in Toronto, for example. Well, we are, yeah. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, there's still... But in, in terms of workplaces, I do have, I we need like to take advantage of being black and being Muslim. Because we need saying. to navigate both networks because those two networks don't come together. They don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to see a black Muslim society. Like, very few black Muslim societies. You're going to see a black student society and a Muslim student it's society. True. Which are which are completely separate and they tend to fight each exactly. other and tend to think that. And we're in the middle of like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, they, and, and a lot of the times, they won't allow you to be one or the other. If you go to one, they're going to say a lot, of, a lot of negative things about the other. Like, how many times are there black events and then the Somali student, like, sorry, the Muslim student society would be like, no, all lives matter or some stupid yeah. shit like oh, that. Oh, Somalis say that too. Somalis that relate to the, you know, there's two sides. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, of course, all I know is being black, Somali in Canada. Mm-hmm. I'll relate to, and I'm Muslim obviously too, mm-hmm. so I relate to both perfectly. But it's just like, over. you'll see Somalis just be like hating on, hating on Somali, other Somalis that try to be the black society, you know? Well, like, even think about but think about the discrimination that Somalis face in Muslim like it's in, in masjids. Like it's, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. In a lot of countries too. Are you? In a lot yeah. of countries too, they don't. I don't get it. It's just we're in a rock and a hard place that Somalis are. 
We're not too, we're not good enough for, or not, we're not en enough Arab or whatever, Muslim, whatever you want to say for the Arabs. And we're not black enough for the people who are, is my whole thing. No, I don't think, I don't think there was a problem with, um, with other Muslims accept, like, uh, accepting us as Muslim. I think it was more of like once we bring up our issues, oh. they don't tend to acknowledge. It's like, suppressed. It's, yeah. exactly, like it's non-existent. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like you're like, you're talking mm, to a brick wall. Yeah, and you'll be like, oh, but then and then you'll be like, oh, this happened to black people, or whatever, and they'll be like, oh, but that's not really you. That's mm -hmm. other black people, but mm -hmm. I look the same to everyone, so mm -hmm. I'm gonna deal with the same issues. And then you're exactly. walking around, and then when you go to like black student societies and they look at you as a Muslim and being Somali on top of that. Like, how many other black people have you met that be like, oh, did you guys watch that episode of Chewing Gum? I don't watch it. When the girl's like, oh, what are Somali people? And she's like, oh, I don't know what they really are. There's something else. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's something else. They're not, are they really black? I don't know. And then, um, so a lot of, a lot of like, uh, um, Afro-Caribbean or Africans from Africa will be like, what are you guys? You guys, are you, are you even part of this? We, they don't really validate our experiences. Mm -hmm. They don't. So you're, yeah, you're stuck between two places. it's super unique. Yeah, it's not, unique. that's what I mean. But it's, it's not so that like, unique. It yeah. is, though. <laughs> I mean, you have Why a whole part of Africa that, that, that experience. It's not just us. It's us. It's Ethiopian Muslims. It's uh, Sudanese Muslims. Eritreans. Eritreans. Ethiopians, for, they were never colonized. Somalis were colonized by three different nations. Mm -hmm. Ethiopians are most like I'm pretty sure most of them are Christian. Like no, there's a very uh, first, no, but there's Oromos. Uh, Oromos tend to be majority Muslim. Muslim. Also, yeah. Hadadis, and they just got, are they also just got power too, which is a, like shout out the Oromos. Yeah, they got in power in Ethiopia exactly. after like never having any say for like ever. ever. Mm -hmm, exactly. So, but my my point is, is that they are kind of other than, I don't know how colonization plays into effect us how others perceive maybe how we perceive ourselves, but I don't see how it would really affect how other black people perceive us because other black countries have been colonized as well. My point is that it's not a it's not an experience that only Somali people deal I, with. I feel like Ethiopians are way more accepted into the black culture. No, but that's Ethiopians who who do not who aren't visibly Muslim. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, you're right. Like if I'm walk if I walk around right now, like mm -hmm. I'm not wearing my hijab, I have my curly hair out. People just think, okay, oh, she's a black girl. Yeah, it's but because it's I'm facts, visibly yeah. Muslim, it's a whole yeah. other experience. That's, true. Uh, that's what I mean. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, but we're not the only ones. Well, That's what she's saying. There's other African that are doing the countries that are yeah. black and Muslim as well. And East Africans who majority. look like us. Yeah, not the majority, but I mean... I, like, I have to argue this. <laughs> but we're special. <laughs> <laughs> and like, we had a, like... First, there was the Italians colonized the mainland. Mm. In the north, the English colonized. And then Djibouti colonized, it was colonized French. by the French. Yeah. So we have all these influences. Ethiopia does too, but at the same time, they were never, like, not officially colonized mm. by the Italians, even though the Italians did have an influence in East Africa. And I only learned about this because I went to Somalia, and the whole history class is all about colonization. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> they don't teach you none of that in Canada. It's all yeah. about, like, the pioneers. And they'll tell you about, they teach you about being Kushaitic and Bantu and all of that. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. I never knew about none of that. Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, they teach you that in Somalia. Yeah. Oh, we never had a history class before. <laughs> you we guys had geography and, like, to be fair, yeah. to, be, to be fair for us, um, we only went to regular school for, like, six months and then we went to Quran Duxi for the other, the other six months. So, um, I mean, we're coming from the perspective right now where um, we're talking about the intersection of being black and Muslim and the issues we have with that, right? What about when you're dealing with another Somali person who comes to you and says things like, 
you know what, this isn't your experiences. I'm sick of so many people following the um, social justice warrior, you know, mentality, fighting for, um, you know, black rights and all this stuff when this isn't really your problem. How do you guys cope with that? Uh, I'll tell you how I used to, well, I, used to I still feel both ways, and I'll be honest. I agree with them. I agree with some, some of the reasons that they're saying. We have our own problems as Somali people, right? We have our own problems. But then in Canada and Toronto, we, we, you can't tell me we're not treated like any other black person, especially by the police. You know what I'm trying to say? So when they're protesting for Black Lives Matter here, they're protesting for us as Somali boys in the city. You know what I'm trying to say? It's not for, I'm fighting for black lives. I'm fighting for all of black lives, including Somalis. And Somalis in Toronto took over they took the baton from everybody else, the bad baton, you know? And we're running with it right now, and it's like, I can't, I can understand the ones in Europe, maybe, that don't fall, I don't know, maybe I'm generalizing, I don't know too much about Europe, but then I'm thinking, they're like, yo, why are you fighting for this? There's people who are dying in Somalia right now. There's this that's happening in Somalia right now. Why do you, how are you protesting for that one? This is, I understand that too, but then I'm not gonna tell this, the woman who's out here protesting for other Somali boys in the city. She has brothers, she has cousins that are affected by that, you know? So I can't, I'm, uh, I understand it. I can't say I'm with it or against it, I understand it, you know? And here in Canada, I'm, I, Black Lives Matter in Toronto or in Canada, I know it's for, it has to be for Somali people too. It's not like, in America, Black Lives Matter is a lot different. I wanna say, I don't know, I'm assuming, you know? Mm. Just because the police shootings are not too many. There happens a lot of African, more African Americans, but here, uh, we have the bad affected, name. Exactly. Affected is us. But yeah. my thing is that with that is, okay, why can't you care for multiple things at the same time? It's a fact. That yeah. affect you. So, and the, thing, the other thing is that a lot of those, like, the reason why I don't like that, whatever those people say, is that you have the mentality that you're not really here, whereas this is, at the end of the day, this is the society you live in. Mm -hmm. So you have to work to improve that society or yeah, society. For sure. So if you're only, if you're so fixated on what's going on back home, but you're, li but you're living here, your kids are going to live here, you should be working on both things. Of course. As opposed to just one or the other. And what helps you and your family too, mm -hmm. immediate family, right? Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, I would say, like, why are you ignoring your experiences and the experiences of your community? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. And if anything, like, uh, of course, I'm sympathetic to what's going on around the world, but if anything, we should be most fi we should be more fixated on what's going on around us. It's for sure. Right. I mean, every day we're talking about people like shootings and people dying here and the the crime that's going on here and how many Somali people are dying every day and it's a really big issue here in Toronto and in Canada yeah. in general. But why we we should be working on fixing that just as much, if not more, mm -hmm. than what's going on back home because this is what's affecting your day to day life. Right? So, mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. So and I think it just comes down to. It doesn't just come down to this, but this what plays a huge part of it is a lot of Somalis think of Canada as temporary. Yeah. They don't really think of this place as home. They think of, I'm going to go back one day eventually. I'm not staying here. I'm going to build houses there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take my, you know, my welfare checks here. And I'm going to build a house back in, you know, wherever. Are these the parents or the kids that you're talking about? Im any parents or immigrants in general. People that, you know, refugees that just come. But I'm saying, like, how many Somalis that are our generation mm -hmm willing to go back right now and just live there forever now, are right now yeah. just, not right now no yeah. who's ready for that? i don't think no, i'm ready like for in that. the future not now i don't think i would want to live there i want my kids to have a western education or a better education mm -hmm. than there but of course i want to take them mm -hmm. maybe visit a couple times not live there for good but just i don't know just have your roots you know how uh, caribbean parents always take their kids back there or whatever their country's from dominican whatever it is they always go back even though it's closer but 
Yeah. Just being attached to your family. Yeah. Uh, what I was gonna say. Um, when you were there, though, did you feel like it was home? No. Yeah, that was the main thing that's, that I that's, felt that's like when I got, when I was in. So I'm, I'm like, this isn't. I realized that I was from Canada when I was over yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Like that's it's just how, where I grew up, and it's the like the values and shit that I have. They're all Canadian based. Mm-hmm. So another thing is, I feel like a lot of okay, forget our parents' generation, but a lot of our generation either they don't really think about it, or they're delu- I'm sorry, they're delusional in their thinking. Like realistically speaking, what are the chances that you're going that you're gonna go back home? Somebody, a lot of them have never been there, or they've only gone for holidays. Yeah. They're gonna go back there, and you're gonna live there permanently. And then raise your kids there, and then you know never come. That that's not. But also, don't you think that's kind of like instilled in our Somali Canadian culture? Like Mm -hmm. you have to go back home and like help out. You know, like that's instilled in our culture here. Mm -hmm. Like that's not necessarily Somali culture, but like here as Somali Canadians, it's like one day after you get your degree, you know, go back and help your. Your country. Exactly. So that's how like, many times have I heard, oh, you're a doctor, you're a nurse, you're this, you're that. Make okay, all of you guys open a hospital together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how many times have I heard things like that? That's but what I'm saying. Realist, like, yes, sure, volunteer your time and spend some time there, but actually live yeah. there. But that's what I'm saying. It's instilled in us. Like, that's because that was the that was the that was why our parents came here. That was a plan. Was so that was we temporary. could. Yeah, exactly. So we they didn't want to come here. They grew up there. That was their whole culture. That's their home. See, that's why they. Th- that's why it's in us. The way we think that mm-hmm. way, because that was their home, and the way we think about Canada is the way they think about Somalia. That's mm-hmm. where you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I would argue, like even our parents, like, can you see your mom going back and living permanently right now, like just and not. No, I honestly don't. Right? Yeah, even my pops, That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't my, see. my mom tries to say that. She wants to say, yeah, what they say it all yeah, the time. They so, but I'm saying, like, even what are you waiting for? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah. our parents are even, like, you know what I mean, drawn to this country. Because they've been living here. They had yeah. their kids here. They raised yeah. us. Yeah. Like, they're used to this culture now, right? Even though they grew up and went to school there, like, now they're used to this culture as well. So, like, they even have the same mentality as us. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we'll go back one day, but will that day ever come? I don't know. Yeah. But you know, the same way that we're talking about our relationships with our parents and our differences in perspective, mm-hmm. we have to think about that when we're talking about the next generation, so our kids. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be like you said, mm-hmm. it's a eventuality. You can't do anything about it. It's yeah. going to, they're all going to be, you know, Canadian, Canadian. It's scary. That's right. It's not, though. It's just natural. But I'm, I don't it's want It's natural, them. but it's kind of sad at the same time because at the end of the day, you're losing a bit of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You are losing. When you assimilate, you lose a bit of your culture. And some, yeah. a lot of people. That's why we need to change this society to reflect our, like, who we are better. Mm. And that's what people are going to do. But that's what we, we have to do. But if we don't reflect who we are, like, not who we are, but who our Somaliness, if we're not speaking our language, if we're not doing the things that, like you know the different things in our culture, culture and everything, yeah. how do we expect the next mm-hmm. generation to do so? I mean, culture is gonna exist regardless, and it like what remember how I was saying that they took our words? Like we are, it's just gonna become part of the Canadian culture. Like all the things that we're talking about, like all the things that we think of are inherently Somali are just gonna become. Canadian because there's going to be Somali people living here for so long. It's like people have done this for a long time, so it's going to become. It's like how. Like a Chinatown. I want to have a like Chinatown town. exactly. Yeah, like yeah you know what yeah. I mean. They're still, they're still Isn't stuck. That scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dixon is something else. But we're gonna have Adan people come in specifically for those reasons to experience the Somali culture. Mm. I hear that. But it'll be like that across cultures. So Toronto will just be a mixture of just everyone. Like kind of like you yeah. know what I mean? 
Yeah, for yeah. sure. I know, I felt like that was my hottest take in the, in the whole discussion. You're <laughs> like, no, like, yeah. it's, it's going to happen. It's just, it's, it's, I'm, you know what I automatically think about that? What I'm scared of when I said I was scared is, I one thing I just don't like is the self-hating Somali. The one that hate, I hate it. I hate it. That's what, that's, wallahi, it's the worst to me. And I'm, I'm. You know what that is? What? Hazel from Degrassi. Yeah, yeah, yo, I just oh. seen that. Oh. Yeah, very recently, I just seen oh that. Oh my god, I remember when the episode dropped, everybody was shook. Yeah, I was like, Somalis don't do, do that. that. I don't see that happen too often. There's too no, no, many. No, There's honestly, too much of speaking, a big on, When diaspora. this episode came out, when that episode came out, I wouldn't have been surprised if Somali person done what that. What year did it come out in? Um, pretty sure it was in middle school, so that was like the early, early three five. Yeah, no, I think it was like 2003-2004. There was such a like Somali community though in Toronto, <laughs> like that kind of, that would never happen. No, but I wouldn't Maybe be somewhere in like New York, then, or no, like he was saying like Maya Jama used to say that in like London. Yeah, she didn't she, identify she, as She said Somali. that. I seen the inter- I seen that on the internet. Yeah. She got interviewed. But that's weird to me. That's not what I'm. That's what I'm scared for my kids. I'm like I don't want them to be a self hater. No, but I don't think that's gonna. I think if anything, it's getting better with time because that was just a few years ago, yeah. and it's really different now. Like back then, I wouldn't have been surprised if some because there were so many negative content of being Somali. Mm-hmm. It was way cooler to be um, somebody who's Caribbean than it was to be somebody uh, who's Somali. And also claim that you're ha- like you're mixed when or you're really mixed. not. Exactly. Yeah. Till so today, like, like till today, honestly speaking, like a lot of people would, a lot of Somali people will say that they're mixed. I hate that shit. <laughs> As being a mixed person, you don't have to deal with that. <laughs> like yeah. you don't have yeah. to deal with like like I he I, well, it's not you don't have to deal with that much shit. Like I'm talking shit, mm-hmm. but like. When we were like, when we were kids, when we go when I used to go to the masjid, everybody used to say like, "What are you?" And I'd be like, "I'm like I'm Somali Canadian." They're like, "No, you're Somali <laughs> first and only." Yeah. And I used to thought that was only for me, like because I was mixed. But then he was like, "Yo, the same thing happened to me." Yeah. Yeah. you know, it's just because we live here that yeah. it was instilled that we're like. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with the whole black and white, the all the black and white dynamics of how it's better to be part white or to claim some whiteness and to take some advantage in society. I think that's that's where it comes from at the end of the day. And on top of that back then that was a time of um, relaxing hair and perm and like mm-hmm. all that stuff. So yeah. well now it's a whole close. different Yeah, I feel like now it's a whole other wave. I mean it's not hundred percent there yet. I feel like it's just people talking it's still not instilled in our subconscious that you know to be proud and black. I feel like people are outwardly expressing that. Which is fantastic and great. It's just a but how, what do you right feel there. about like white people hang, hanging out, like you know, hopping on the bandwagon? Like, <laughs> you know? I don't get that. What do you mean? Like you know, like they want to be black now. You know where before like black people would be like, oh, I'm like well, a white bit of white. Have always wanted to be black. No, it's different now. With like before, it used to be like, oh, if you have like a big butt or big lips, like oh, that's ugly. Now it's like that's it's it, in, and yeah. people want to do that. Mm-hmm. We'll surgically do that, whereas before it wasn't. Do you get what I mean? Because black people, just the music. like, let's talk about culture. the Kardashians. I don't want to bring them up, but like, yeah, black, that's what exactly is that? Culture appropriation, right? Culture yeah. vultures, yeah. That it wasn't like that, like 10, 15 years ago. Because mm. even like you know, rock and roll music was invented by black yeah, people. Like, yeah. they've always been taking our stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That was just to a larger scale, but it's it's been happening since the beginning of time. Like, people will always. Especially when, I don't want to say you don't have culture, but when you, I don't know, when you want to experience something different, you're always going to try and clean that for your own. Mm -hmm. And then white people with all the, I don't know, with all the self-righteousness and all the entitlement that they have, they feel like they can take these things easily. So I just think now it's just getting easier. And plus with, you know, I I feel like all that stuff is a, I don't, I want to say it's a fad. 
because 10 years ago it was about being skinny and being, being it wasn't this is not the first time being curvaceous was in mm-hmm. that wasn't like 50 years like it, it, it always like it moves around and everywhere has like every country has different beauty standards like mm-hmm. right now on tv and all this stuff and like western media it's like the whole you know big butt big boobs mm-hmm. hips and all that yeah, stuff yeah. is in but i'll have the same conversation with an arab friend that lives in arabia and she'll be like no it's nice to be skinny so different places have different beauty standards mm-hmm. so i don't i don't really think of that as you know wanting to be black I, yes of course they want to be black but this is nothing new mm-hmm. to me anyways right. but and i would say that in my opinion whiteness is pro- always promoted in beauty standards though mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. at the end of the day if you're you're always gonna have like a lineup of like mostly either light skin or like white women they're never like they'll always be like a token dark-skinned woman mm-hmm. they always try to promote yeah. white bodies or even something that's like exotic exactly mm-hmm. I got described as exotic by some teachers like when I used to go to school that's and I thought it was the know. most ridiculous because I, I went to school in Peterborough for some time like outside of Toronto yeah. it was the most ridiculous thing like I'll be so uncomfortable I'll be exactly yeah. what the hell I had no like, I, it made no sense to me like, why she was saying that yeah um, what do you guys think about the whole black twitter Somali twitter I love black Twitter. I love black Twitter. I love Somali Twitter, but sometimes it's just like, sometimes it's wild, and I'm like, yeah. they're giving us a bad name sometimes. It's just like, yo, it's just. Well, I feel like they're not there's remorseful. No boundaries. They're no, exactly, not remorseful, no yeah, boundaries, like, no. But you, I don't know, isn't, to me, like, it's like, let them be, because you, where you wouldn't have had a space in real life, you're taking a space somewhere else, and you're being like, you know, you're shining. Right? I feel like people would say that people already were saying those things just in closed doors. Now people are just doing it online. Like people were I'm saying not. those things. Some of the things they say, they don't say they're in real trolling. life. It's like trolling. trolling. Yeah. Like you would never say that. In Man would never say Twitter. that to people. Nah, like when their I was friends. A, no, no, I, at, yeah, no, 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 at home, behind doors, messing with your siblings, and yeah. messing with your friends. But you're not gonna say that in public. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. that's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. They're doing it yeah, for shock value. I think now, nah, I think it's great because people are comfortable enough to say what's actually on their mind. Some of it's not. Sometimes it's just a. It's, I don't think you know the Somali Twitter we're talking about. He doesn't. Yeah, not, no, I, he probably he, didn't yeah, see he doesn't see. Well, lie, the ones I see, I'm just like, is this real? Yeah, like I, the thoughts. Well, I would rather know because God. now I like so many people. Like I never even knew this was a thing when I was growing up. Like so many people think you're not like a legitimate black person if you're. What is it? The mom or the like? You guys were saying like if the dad was yeah. white. Oh, no, that's what. But that's not from Twitter. That's just from talk to a Somali person. Yeah, and they will say that to you. Yeah, so my They'll be like, oh, you know, oh, their mom is... Nobody ever said that to me. <laughs> like, no, because nah, your, your, father, your dad was so mom. So you have so you, Yeah, because you had a different experience because yeah. of your dad. Yeah. But then, remember what I, like, earlier what I was saying? Like, I probably would be more Somali if my mom was yeah. Somali. Like, yeah, but... Which, it's, which it's is why it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, But yeah. in real... But, yeah, but... So I'd rather people say that, mm-hmm. and I can, like... Tell them how wrong they are yeah. instead of them just thinking it. Because yeah. I know so everybody's. That's the thing about Canadians. Like I, I respect Americans because if they think shit about you, they'll say it to your face. Yeah. Canadians will just think it and smile at you. Yeah, very fake people. Yeah, no, but fake. have you ever had like some like when people have this way of thinking and you've had to have a com- conversation with them and try to you know think up like, look at their thought process. They don't get their thought process. It's just something that's ingrained in you, you know, that you under... That's just the way things are. That's just the way... And the only way we're going to, like, disassociate them from those thoughts is for them to say it and then for us to challenge it. Yeah, Yeah. and to unlearn... And to understand what what you're saying may be wrong or right and then to unlearn it, But um, back to what you were saying about um, being messy on Somali Twitter. (laughs) It's the worst. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I think think it's just that, you know... um, 
there's no they f people think that there's no repercussions like people can't mm -hmm. really find you right. but what's really interesting is that with the whole exposed culture now like how many yeah. times have you seen people they're just they do one little thing and all of a sudden they're exposed you know yeah, yeah. Twitter find them thing. yeah <laughs> there you go there you go Allah Twitter you think the they find their job their address and they lose their job the next day you know, my heart yeah. broke like I was so shook when I saw this one Somali girl who was like the biggest troll on Somali Twitter <laughs> and somebody found her Facebook you're gonna have to tell me your name after uh, I need to know anyways, somebody <laughs> found her Facebook posted like her like she used to have like some like it wasn't really her face on her abbey it was like mm. some random picture. Mm. somebody found her job her facebook oh where she lives everything and they were like oh if you continue doing what you're doing i'm going to expose you <laughs> i'm going to contact you i was just like, like whoa. whoa yeah so no one is safe like people are just way too comfortable on social media that's my only problem with it that people are just too comfortable yeah. and they say or things that they know they shouldn't say. Famous people, they'll scroll down the timeline and find problematic things they've said and mm. then just expose them and then and drag them. see their, drag them, yeah. their followers drop. Yeah. So my people are the best at that. Mm -hmm. Wallahi, they're the best at just throwing somebody out, getting them out the paint. Wallahi, you're not, yeah, you get out of here. Exactly scary. But you know what the thing is? I've been on Twitter when uh, early in 2009 until like 2000. 13, I want to say, I just deactivated. Then I came back recently because recently I came back because just Twitter's fun as hell, you know? <laughs> well, I, but then, then my, I feel like that was my, I was younger, I was tweeting a lot more, and so I Mali, you deleted your old account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you can't, 2008, 2009, 2010 Twitter, you can't. That's what you I'm trying to say. That. You can't have evidence. Exactly, of that. I'm saying, and then it, it was, even then it was funny, more funny than wild. Here it's more fair, wild than funny. No, but to be fair, back then people were saying a lot of disgusting things that yeah. they shouldn't they shouldn't have yeah. been saying honestly and that they're like I understand. So can you blame the people for dragging them when you are the one who put that out there? Like that's public knowledge. Exactly. Like, you know, it's true. It's yeah. true. It's true. They right? have the balls. To me, I'm standing on it. If you follow yeah. my tweets, I'm gonna be like, yeah, that was me. Well, yeah. But at the same well, time, it. yeah. But at the same time, like people need to acknowledge that. Okay, people do make mistakes. Yeah, and they learn from it. Mm -hmm. How? Like, if you come and attack me for something I said in 2008, 2008, I was freaking 15. No, because There's I know some like things you just can't forgive. No, come on. There's some things people say. I don't know. No, like, no. I really think. I really think if somebody is able to prove that, hey, I've learned from this and I've grown. Okay, how do you? Know. How do you prove? Like that's all. That's subjective. Yeah, how do you, how prove do you prove it? That you have changed as a person. Here's the thing. You won't be able to prove with the thousands of people on Twitter, but in real life situations, you should. Like, come on. There's a reason why court records for juveniles are friggin' um, okay. They're children. Yeah, they you, when you're 15, you're a child. You, when you're tweeting back in like 2008, 2007, I'm talking about the 28 year old on the keyboard, yeah, mm. posting problematic mm. shit. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I just, I just think that you people can, uh, you know, grow and develop. So what about Drake and blackface? <laughs> <laughs> What's the backstory on that? I don't know the details. I Nobody didn't know. He said, he said that um, that was for like some. He was kind trying of to show the difference between being and biracial, yeah, like. The fact that he used to put on a black face. I, I thought it was because like the roles that black people are usually because no. he was an actor at the time, and it was like about the roles that black people are usually pigeonholed into. Like you're either a thug, drug dealer, yeah. or you're like the token guy, and because he, yeah. he was looking for roles mm -hmm. at that time. I think that that was part of it as well. He put a hole. Like, that's yeah. all fake. No. I don't care about none of that. He's out. I don't read him. <laughs> so <laughs> you guys because just said you guys well, just other said other yeah. shouldn't. By the way, at the same time, you. From that how picture, old you can see he was a fetus. How old was he? He was a he? baby. He was like maybe like. He was on Degrassi still. Yeah. Nah, that was like from he 2007, was right? Degrassi, to be honest. That was like from 2007. No, but he looked like a kid. I ain't giving him that. Nah. Well, Anyways, I... but 
to be fair though, like I wouldn't be surprised. Like I wouldn't. I'm not gonna hold that against him. Blackface, no blackface. It's no, no, not because. Listen, I'm not that. I don't love Drake that much. I'm not gonna find a girl and all that stuff all over him. But my point is that that was so long ago, and I wouldn't be surprised if he learned. If he just, you know, all he has to do is like. Put out like that post. I really didn't think it was that deep, honestly mm. speaking. He's still gonna be winning no matter what. Like more to I, I think that like it brought up questions about him not like riding out for the black community in Toronto and everywhere else. That, yeah, that, that was, was the an main issue. thing because yeah. like the weekend will donate money. Like he's on the lows, but he acknowledges the struggles that the black community go through. Drake doesn't really say anything because mm. he's so popular and he doesn't mm. want to. Well, they decisive. say that he rides on the backs of black people in Toronto. That's what I mean. Right? Yeah. That's like what he takes saying. the diasporas. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying so. Molly, that's the main reason why yeah. people in Toronto don't like Drake. Yeah. Because he takes from their experiences, but he, he doesn't, doesn't get credit. credit. He doesn't. Yeah. Get so not necessarily this blackface. It's just the fact what he yeah. stands for and the way that's that the he, problem. Yeah. yeah that's what people are find problematic. Exactly. Which is why on the blackface stuff, I don't hold that against him. It just brought to light other issues. Exactly. I don't. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. Mm-hmm. But um, the, back to the Twitter point, back then, you could be, now it's just that whole being woke, being, you can't no, no, say, but, okay, okay. You, people There's, will stop you, be like, yo, what are you doing, that's anti this. Then, <clears throat> all of that was flying, no one was stopping I you. I just remember how they used to trash dark skin women back then. I was, they used I, yeah. To, like, yeah, it's like, true. There, there was a lot of nasty things that were happening on there that you can't do now. For sure. Which I appreciate. 100%. And um, the dra- I'm not a fan of like dragging culture and destroying somebody's oh, life yeah. all the time. Of course, no. Of, no that that happens what. now. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, it's putting like accountability. How do you, do. How do you yeah, feel about Accountability is a big thing that I feel like that's what has been brought to light but sometimes it's taken too far yeah i'm right? just happy that black people have a voice to be honest somewhere yeah and, feel, and that it counts what do you guys feel about uh somali girls on twitter just that, sh- that shit on somali guys all the time and it's to the worst yeah level. yeah well, yeah yeah <laughs> I wanna, I right really me no i'm just nah i see them some of them wait go hold on hard, do you think hard. that the, what my, sorry just yeah, to ahead. uh go back a little bit is do you think that social media and the way that it is now has made people too sensitive to things? Like yes, way yes. over sensitive? 100%. Right? 100%. No, I think people were always like that. They just have a platform to express it now. No, but I, I, I don't know. I f- people get offended way easier yeah, than you that's know. what are you I crazy? Mean, like, people are yeah. over sensitive. And people like, want to be, well, people want to be like, want to be like, yo, are you crazy? You can't be saying yeah. that. <laughs> they want to be the one to tell they you. Like, they want to clap back. Yeah. 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 But the, I think people always want to do that though. Yeah, the thing you're saying about um, Somali girls shitting on Somali guys, my thing is yeah, I want to know about this. Yeah. My thing is that already happens in real life. It's true. Okay, yeah. so it's like the same <laughs> way, the same way that people don't have a filter on Twitter for anything. Yeah. We don't have a filter. Hold on, were you guys but really that oblivious is, to that? I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Nah, bro, it's just bro. like yeah, actually yes. I'm right? not gonna lie to you because like Somali women probably have those conversations between Somali women. Women, exactly. No, no, exactly. We're not there. Exactly. So I'm like they. They, they really don't like right, that. Exactly. Like, What's going on? No, no, no. It's I'm just like, I want to find a nice Somali woman. I want to have a good time. And like, no, they don't want like, you, fam. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no. no. But the thing is, you know how you were saying earlier, like things that you say, you know, kitchen table talk, things that you yeah. say to your friend. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. They're exposing things that they would have been chatting about in private, yeah. um, in public. And that's My only problem play, with yeah. that was when other people joined in. Oh, I've never. Yeah, there was I this girl who was like, I don't know, Kanye posted I've seen that. I've seen that. And she like two, oh. the two types of songs, guys. And that was her. There was, 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 was the easiest, easiest season, uh, like fashion guys. There's, there's, yeah, pull up the picture. Pull the picture. They're wearing these weird clothes, <laughs> like and, and then they're doing some weird stance where they're just like holding each other's shoulders. But one guy is built like on the chubby side, and one guy is skinny. <laughs> 
And there's like, there's no in between for Somali guys. And that's a good joke. It's true. It's true. But then coming from her, it was like, whoa. It was, yeah. It's like, true though. Who did they call girls? Oh, we can. Russian girl. It was Russian Muslim, what Muslim girl. girl. Yeah. We were. With Somali, it wasn't Somali girls. We can. We so it wasn't a Somali person. But if another person comes in and tries So that person wasn't. They're canceled. They're all attacked. That's true. That's true. That's why I respect that. I respect that too, yeah. So you like the whole ride and out situation. Yeah, it's like yo, you can make I, I can take yeah. a I can take an L from Somali girl. Facts. Yeah, you can yeah. diss me, I'll take it. Yeah. But then when other girls diss me and you guys are not riding free, I'm like, yo, what the hell is going no, on? No, if you look at the re- the responses to this tweet, it's it. all Somali girls. But like, apparently she was getting DMs from other Somali girls yeah, saying I'm no. like, what kind of who's Nick who's DMing her telling her it was all good? Yeah. <laughs> like that was not all good. Did you find it? No, I can't find it. Oh, <laughs> like let me open Twitter. <laughs> open my Twitter and then check in the But yeah, like you guys said, uh, um it's true. It does happen behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. About like some yeah. Somali guys. Some of them are just trash or whatever. But no, I think I think a lot of it. It's not. Sometimes people like to say, "Oh, it's all jokes and everything," but a lot of it stems from underlying issues. Of course, of course, it we does. And I can't hate on them. I can't hate on them for their yeah. own experiences. Everybody's different. Absentee fathers is a thing in our community. And I was going to just say that too. I was going to say, and I don't want. I I, I think it's just their way of coping. To be honest, like a lot of the times, because there's so many issues that they deal with. Somali moms are both parents the backbone of everything everything, and a lot of times and then on top of that girls have so much pressure on them because Somali moms don't want them to deal with what deal with what they dealt with themselves Mm -hmm. so you have girls who have so much pressure on them and then on top of that you have the whole culture of Somali guys bring bring him his food, you know? Like that's you know, like, that's not know. life that's though. What I, Stupid shit the like ones that, that but then also that. the pressure of like you have to get married and then they can like wait till they're thirty and do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All this like builds mm-hmm. up in a pressure and, but you know, and resentment. This has been so, so detrimental to Somali men. <laughs> like yeah. we have not like we haven't been able to push ourselves and like succeed the way Somali women have been doing from time because of those pressures. Yeah, yeah. Like they just loafed. Yeah, yeah. It's it's now it's I'm gonna really talk. Sad. I'm talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, not all of it, but not all. No, that's my whole thing. Is not generalizing. Yeah, yeah. A lot of like resentment builds at that point. Yeah. And then you have on top of that the culture, the roast culture that someone. <laughs> have you? Oh my God! Somali people roast each other in Somali kills. Yeah, it's, it's the, the funniest. funniest thing. It's the funniest. So thing. you uh, you know you compound those two things on top of each other, and then what do you get? Yeah. And then on top of that, Somali Twitter, Twitter in general. Oh my God. I I I could. I, it's funny to me. It's great and all that. It's just it's just um. The. The absentee father is the biggest thing, obviously, in the community, and the mothers being the strongest people. But then, mm-hmm. when I see the one thing that gets under my skin is like how the Somali girls that drag niggas or Somali guys, they be dissing them. And some of the stuff, I'm like, who lives like this? Like the mother, oh, I'm not eating. Where's my food? Or I'm not washing plates. I can't. I was not raised like that. I know there's a couple people like me. A you know, lot of a lot of people. But that, there's some that, that were that are raised like what they're saying. That's that's, but, that's normal. I hear it. I hear that. But then. The majority are probably like that, I understand. Mm-hmm. But then, my whole thing is there's people, you know how I see now the new generation, the girls are like, yo, my kids, the son is doing the work. Yeah. You know what I mean? I respect it. But then my mom's already like that. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, my mom yeah. came through with that, yo, everybody's yeah. doing equal you work. You were lucky, but the thing yeah. is, because a lot of these people, like I said, they're dealing with the situation. They're just speaking from their experiences. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, your, your experiences might have been different. And again, yes, this isn't the majority. It's mm-hmm. like, it, it's not every no, they're both single. valid. They're, yeah. You know what I mean? But um, maybe we shouldn't take it out so much. You know, it's funny. I told, I, I told my mom about this. My mom is team you guys, team Somali women Twitter. Wallahi, everything you guys see, she's saying too, right? <laughs> yeah. So one thing I like is so interesting. It's like Somali families are so unique. Like, I'm not so unique, but they're so like different. And like, we're talking about, yeah, it's not the majority. Obviously, they're not all like that. But yeah, I, I've met like, Families where like they share responsibilities in the household, yeah. both 
pe- both the parents are breadwinners, and it's like people call that westernized. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. They don't why is it. yeah they don't respect it like because you're like because I don't I don't I don't understand that. There's this guy I know he's my friend. His whole life growing up, he did the whole house's laundry. Every time his laundry in the house, his sisters, the family was his job. You know? Just people are raised different, you know? And you could see the ones, you could see the sons that were just they act different in real life too. Yeah, yeah. We don't have an older brother, but if we did, I'm, I'm just interested to know. I don't want to know because I'm respect yeah. my No, but I feel like, no, I feel like he's the youngest one now and he does things. So imagine if he was older. Yeah, that's true. Right. But then again, so, you, have, you have us as well, and my parents. And anyways, point is, I kind of I understand where they're coming from. It's a little problematic because at the end of the day, you're destroying the image. Yeah, not image even no. self esteem. Yeah, oh, okay. like come on, like imagine every day you're being told you're. But shit. it goes back to like to slavery, right? They broke up the families, the and facts. then they wanted to demasculinate, like the you man. know what I mean, mm-hmm. the man, and then yeah. you know, like so it's kind of like I get where people like take it to that extreme, saying that's where it comes from, but I don't know. There's some truth to it, but then sometimes it gets taken too far. Yeah, too mm-hmm. far. Okay. Somalis were never enslaved, though. <laughs> 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 Wait, you're going to have to edit that out. Oh, God, that's a whole... Yeah. Oh, my God. So, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, if you enjoyed it or if you want to add your two cents or, you know, join our conversation or anything like that, just DM us at Abwan Podcast on Twitter or Instagram or email us at abwanchronicles at gmail.com. If you want to be a little bit more anonymous, you can always send us a curious cat cat question. Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for part two.